Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 6, Chapter 72. A youth called Domenico was very troubled one night with actions of impurity, and in the morning was so ashamed that he had not resisted this as much as he should have. But instead of going to see Philip as usual, he remained at home. In the afternoon, however, he did go to the oratory to listen to the discourses, for he never let any day pass without coming, but he was unable to look Philip in the face. He addressed him directly. Last night you suffered terrible temptations to lust, and went on to describe the whole business, so that Domenico was dumb with astonishment. There was another occasion when he revealed some deeply secret matter, I forget what, to the same youth. Domenico alone knew about it, and he had never revealed it to a soul. I will end this chapter with these last few points. Philip was so skilled in discerning the most secret thoughts, both of his close companions and of those strange to him, that just by looking at someone's face, he could tell his state of mind. It would often happen that someone would come to see him and he would say, what is this change I see in your face, my son? Your disease, your vice, is written on your countenance. By these words, he indicated the internal change of character which had happened to those he was talking to. You could often hear him say, now you are a little better. Now you are getting well again. Now your condition has changed. I cannot tell you the degree of divine knowledge he had, for it could not be a human skill this ability to know the inner character of a man just by looking at him. I must not fail to mention that with the same remarkable ability, he could detect the inner holiness of people as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, apostle of Rome, voice of prophecy, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Humility, humility. That's what St. Philip was always saying to his spiritual children, just as St. John, the evangelist, the beloved disciple, was always saying at the end of his life to people, charity, charity, love one another, love one another. And St. Philip used to say that humility was the true safeguard of chastity, that to not feel compassion for our neighbor in his difficulties, to look down on our neighbor, was a sure forerunner of our own fall into impurity. And St. Philip put that lesson to work even when God gave him this secret knowledge. 
A young man came to him. He had struggled all night by himself, committing impure acts with himself. And St. Philip knew about it. He knew all the details. And did he look down on him? No. Did he say, oh, here he comes. How could you? No. He told him everything and he still loved him. What does this remind us of? It reminds us of the scene in St. Mark's Gospel where the rich young man came to Jesus and said, good master, what must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus told him the commandments. And he said, from this, from my youth, I've done all those things. What else must I do? And the gospel says Jesus looked at him and loved him. And he said, one thing you lack, sell everything, give it to the poor and come follow me. And the young man was sad and he went away because he had many possessions. But the key for us is the love that Christ had for him. The eyes of Christ looking at this rich young man who had many possessions and he loved him. He really wanted what was best for him. He wasn't scandalized by his sins. He wasn't put off by the young man's attachment to riches because Jesus knew that his love and his friendship is the basis on which we can follow God. And St. Philip had in his heart the same love that was in the heart of Christ. Christ poured into that Philip's heart his own love for other people because St. Philip asked for it and St. Philip was willing to suffer. For it's through suffering that we grow in love for people. How often when we hear in the news about someone's sin, do we look down? Do we condemn? Do we tell other people about it? Rejoicing in the faults of another person. We don't even have it in secret. We have it in public. We told it. And we still look down. But Philip felt sorry for people. Far from looking down on them, far from condemning them, he said in his heart, except for the grace of God, there go I. Now, St. Philip had this gift of discerning the interior states of people, but also he had the gift of doing that through reading their face. Now, there are people who have an ability to read faces and, and to know kind of interior states. And St. Philip probably had that from his experience. But Galonio insists that this gift that Philip had was more than just a natural ability to read faces. It was some kind of divine communication that as the face of Christ had light shining from it, as the face of Christ revealed his true greatness, his true divinity, so all human faces have some ability to communicate, to show forth who we are, so let us ask the Lord tonight that we might be humble, that we might be willing to help people, to show them our face, to give them time, to give them our friendship, to support them, to encourage them, and not to write anyone off, not to, not to think that it's over and done with and they can't change. Let us ask for the grace not to look down on people when we find that they fall. If we will stop doing that, it will be one of the best ways that we ourselves will grow in chastity.
Come, Holy Spirit, give us humility and give us chastity. Help us persevere to the end. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.